The Vision app is the best place to find a growing range of homegrown, on-demand audio to help you look to God daily. You can listen to Faith and Fostering with Christians chatting about foster care in an Australian context. Plus, be encouraged by Pastor Terry Nightingale's four-minute devotions with new episodes added each week in the free Vision Christian Media app. If you don't already have the app on your smartphone or tablet, download it now from vision.org.au slash app. Vision.org.au slash app. Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Alex Cook, a special welcome back to 2020. Thanks, Neil. Great to be with you again. Hey, we're talking God's provision. Alex, where do we start in talking about God and his provision for his people? Yeah, look, it's a great question. And look, obviously, part of the reason why you've chosen this topic this morning is we know so many people around Australia are doing it tough at the moment, small business owners and so forth. Um, and so I really feel for what's going on in, in people's lives. So I thought it's really important to bring it back to basics and to say, you know, what is it that God is willing to do for his people? And, uh, you know, when we read the Bible, we learn about God's character. And this, to me, is the starting point of God's provision, actually understanding who he is and what he's like. Because when you have that sense of, actually, God is my loving father, and anyone who is a father can relate to this when you've got young kids, you feel this a massive desire to provide for them. In fact, you know, one of the great stresses in our society is when men lose their jobs, one of their great fears is not being able to provide for their families. So yet we have this, you know, eternal father who in heaven, who is able to provide for us in all sorts of ways. So what I really want to encourage listeners is to reflect on who God is. What is his character like? so that you have an understanding of what God can do for you. So we know, for example, that God is above our circumstances. God is not perturbed by what's going on in the world. He knows what's uh, what's going to happen next. He knows how it's all going to play out. We don't, <laughs> and therefore our natural reaction, of course, is often fear. That's often the, the immediate reaction we have. So we have this God who is above everything, who is all-powerful, and can provide for us in supernatural ways. And because he's a loving father, he actually wants to do that. So the challenge I think I really want to put out there initially is just this idea that you have a loving father in heaven who who cares for you very deeply, more than anyone else, <laughs> and he's not going to just, just leave you alone and leave you struggling. He yes. is more than happy to provide. Alex, there's a contrasting image that some people have in their mind about God. Uh, you know, the God with the big stick who's ready to punish you for all sorts of things. Uh, there's a certain image there that might get in the way of understanding God as the loving Father, the one who's above all the circumstances of our lives. What are your thoughts for people who have that sort of impression that maybe God doesn't like them and uh, maybe God is, you know, the big disciplinarian in the sky? Yeah, look, this is a huge issue for many people and it really comes, I think, from two main things. One is that if our own earthly father has let us down in some ways, whether it's through neglect or through abuse and all the sorts of things that happen out there in the fallen world, 
then that can often distort our view of our heavenly father. So there's that kind of distortion that's going on in our society. Um, and also it can come from poor teaching too, where people have given been given this impression that God is this big ogre who wants to knock you over every time you sin, right? And But then there's the opposite extreme that comes from poor teaching as well, where God is so easygoing and loving that you can just do whatever you please, right? And so that's equally, equally bad. So... What um, I think the, the, the real issue here is to actually get to know God personally. And this is the remarkable thing about the Christian faith is, and this is where it distinguishes it from all other faiths, is that under the Christian faith, you can actually have a personal relationship with the God of the universe. And that is the only way to ultimately truly um get to know God. And I think in in a tough season like people are in now, this is a chance to, what I say to people is go back to basics. Go back to spending time in prayer, doing that every day as a daily discipline, not in a legalistic sense, but just, you know, start your day with God. Spend time in the word. Spend time worshipping. Because that's what, when you start with worship, you're actually opening the door um, to heaven in your life, in my view. So when we start by doing that kind of thing, that's when we're getting to know who God is and, and we're getting to put the right image because you're actually, as I say, you can't, if you've got a distorted image of God, then that's, you're going to really struggle to trust him for your provision. So you need to replace that with biblical truth about who God really is. So we think of Jesus, God with skin on, and, uh, you know, you don't have to read very far into the Gospels and you'll come across those stories Jesus having compassion on the masses, wanting to care for the needs of people. And uh, there's this image here that God is one who wants to provide Alex. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I love the story about, um, you know, Jesus feeding the 5,000. So the ultimate in supernatural provision, you know, the, the little boy comes up with, a, well, I think it was what, two fish and five loaves, or I always get those two mixed around, the numbers around. <laughs> yep. um, but, you know, and, and he gives thanks to, to God and then they distribute the food. I mean, that's just the ultimate in supernatural provision. Um, and in an earthly sense, that can that can happen. I mean, I've heard lots of miraculous stories over the years, but sometimes God just provides for you in very natural ways. You know, maybe he provides you with a job. Maybe he provides you um, with Christian support who reach out and help you. In fact, that to me is one of the, the messages I certainly want to leave today is that anyone who... Uh, is in a good position at the moment should be saying, well, how can I reach out and help those people um, who, who don't have that? Because ultimately, one of the main ways that God provides is through the body of Christ. You know, we are the arms and legs of Christ, and we are meant to get out there and provide and meet, meet the needs of others. And that's one of the, God's tools is using us to get out there and meet the needs of others. Um, so, yeah, very, very important thing to reflect on about what our role is as well, not just the supernatural. Alex, a lot of people will be saying, well, uh, you know, I'm off work right now, but I'm getting a government benefit. Uh, what do I need God to provide for me for when the government's shelling out $700 or 750 or 350 or however it might be, depending on number of hours lost? There's a certain sense here in which uh, some people will be maybe getting confused as to how God provides. And at the moment, you know, the government's providing, isn't it? Yeah, look, I think actually this is one of the 
the concerns I have in our society, and it really has just been building up over a very long uh, period of time, is this dependency on government. And I think you see it in two extremes in Australia. Those who are self-sufficient think they don't need God because, you know, they've built up their business or their wealth and they, they've got a big super fund, they don't think they need God. And then equally, you've got at the other end, you've got people where they're dependent on the government and they think they don't need God either. And so we've walked into this sort of fallacy that we don't need God. And, and that is, I think, a real problem in Western culture, not just here in Australia. Um, and so the thing I'd say to people who are thinking like that is actually, well, hang on a minute. What if the government took those benefits away? What if the government couldn't afford to do it? You know, we're racking up huge amounts of debt. What if the government couldn't afford to do that? Who are you going to then, who are you going to turn to then? And so we need to realize that we are in a fallen world and that the government may not be able to meet all our needs. And ultimately, we need to um, turn to the one who controls all, all of this and who can all provide for us whether the government does or doesn't and can meet, meet our needs as we go. And of course, there are more needs than just some dollars in the bank. I uh, wonder whether we're able to reflect on, you know, biblical foundations here. What sort of scripture can you make some reference to here, Alex, that might give us some light here about God's provision? Oh, look, there are some fantastic ones. Um, look, a few, I'll, look, I'll read one or two out that I think really um, just capture who God is. Um, firstly, in Philippians 4.19, we see, And my God will supply all your needs according to his riches in glory in Christ Jesus. So here's the thing. God can supply all your needs. And this is the, this is the amazing thing to realize is that God wants to supply your needs. Sometimes we, if we have a distorted view of God, we think, oh, he won't do it for me because, you know, I don't deserve it or something like that. But God loves loves you and will supply all your needs so that's that's another great one and the other thing is in uh, matthew six twenty six, jesus says look at the birds of the air that they do not sow nor reap nor gather into barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them are you not worth much more than they and this is a thing for many people to realize is that you are precious to god um and when you have this, once again, this all comes down to your identity and how you perceive who God is. If you perceive that you are a precious child of God and that he's not going to abandon you, because he won't, then you'll um, rest in the comfort knowing that he will provide for you in whatever way he chooses, whether it's through through others or supernaturally. Um so it's, I think there's these really exciting things here to understand who God is, his ability. You know, he's a, he can provide in all sorts of uh, supernatural ways. And we can't allow the devil to distort our view of God. Well, we've been asking listeners, you can participate. Our talkback line open, 1-800-316-316. Uh, you might have your own story about God's provision while these tough circumstances of lockdown are upon you, let's take a call. David is in the Southern Riverina in New South Wales. Hello, David. Welcome along. Uh, good morning, uh, Neil. Good morning, Alex. Uh, i been really encouraged through the 2020 program. Great uh, stuff, David. Yeah, uh, and uh, yeah, I look, just want to give uh, great thanks to God for uh, something that uh, I went through last year. I was uh, facing a financial challenge and um, and a dear cousin of mine um, uh, was on the phone with me and uh, I, I guess she must have asked me a specific question um, about the finances and 
and um, and she sent me uh, $500, which I guess was the um, the government COVID payout. Now she was a pensioner, and um, she I think she may have even had some work uh, due on her car, and um, that was such a blessing. And uh, she made a, a wise decision to bless a brother in the Lord. Within 12 months, her, her, her time was up. She went wow. to, to be with Jesus. Um, wow. And then earlier this year, um, I was facing some stress and challenges again, and uh, particularly trying to get packed up. Um, and I was going through some junk through boxes and came across this envelope and had a prompting to open it. It was an old envelope. And there was five hundred dollars cash in it, right. and uh, <laughs> I just say, thank you, God. It was just awesome. That just both situations relieved me of so much stress and pressure. David, thank you so much for calling in and uh, just sharing those thoughts. Uh, what an amazing testimony that is, Alex. Your thoughts for David? Oh, look, I, I love those stories. That they just really encourage me because it just <laughs> it's just a reminder that God can provide in so many different ways. He, he, he's not constrained in the way that we are. And as I, I kind of mentioned before, this idea that God uses us and that he uses others to, to either help us or for us to help others, just like what David's experience with his, you know, his relative who rang him up and despite being a pensioner, still gave him $500. So what I really want to say to listeners when you hear, hear a great story like David's is to think, who do you know who is doing tough at the moment? Who could you bless? Who could you, you know, know, know whether it's in your family or you know, someone in your local community, maybe it's a neighbor who you can reach out and help with and be willing to sacrifice because ultimately the challenge I think as believers, particularly when there's a, we're in a sort of a climate of fear, is to not withhold, is to actually let go. As believers, money should flow through us. It shouldn't just stop with us. And so, and the way that you can feel very comfortable with that is knowing that when you do uh, give generously, uh, God will provide for you and meet your needs. So it's not like you're all of a sudden going to lose out because you've given money away. You are actually going to um, be blessed as you give and look after others. Now, there's a certain sense, and I'll just say thank you so much to David for your call. 1-800-316-316. You might have your own uh, testimony to share there too. The idea of being fearful and a Christian response that often is with faith, uh, we can tend to have this fear about the lack of finances or whatever it might be. But this is where faith comes into the issue here. Faith is a remedy for fear. Any thoughts here, Alex? Oh, look, you know, you're absolutely right. And this is where, in fact, I think times like this is when you build up that faith muscle, so to speak. Uh, and, and one of the things, sometimes God allows things to come into our life not because he wants us to to do you know to suffer in any way, but because he wants to bring us and draw us nearer to him. It's not like he. It's often we we're running away from him, not the other not the other way around. And so yes, this is a time to actually embrace your faith, draw nearer to God, uh, and to build up that faith muscle uh, and learn to trust him for his provision. Um, but yeah, faith is ultimately what it's all about, and our faith gets tested. And I think challenging times like this is what really exposes our hearts and what, what our concerns or our feels are. But it's a great opportunity to learn and grow as a believer. 
As we cap off this segment today, Alex, the idea that God provides supernaturally and there's no other explanation for the feeding of the 5,000, uh, as you say, with the uh, the loaves and the fishes, uh, were there five or were there two? And, uh, you know, it's impossible either way. There's a supernatural <laughs> provision in that, undoubtedly. Uh, but then there's this, you know, uh, my relative called and in the right moment they offered to help out my situation or I found that uh, envelope uh, that I was prompted to open and there was some money in there. The ways that God provides, uh, we will often be thinking it's a real miracle if it's a supernatural provision comes out of nowhere. But this idea that God provides through his people, the hands and feet of Jesus uh, being there at the right time, do you think that's the main way that God tends to look out for the needs of people in a perhaps in a, a believer's context? Yeah, absolutely. Look, I think um, God wants us to partner with him to meet the needs of the world. We know we have a hurting world. We, we know we have you know, friends that are doing it tough and so forth. And he wants to use us as his vessels um, to reach out and meet those needs so that he gets the glory. So, you know, you have this situation like uh, the caller we had earlier, David, who, who was explaining how his relative rang up and gave him the $500. So to me, there's a supernatural part to that and there's a natural part. The supernatural is that God has prompted this person to generously give to him. That's the supernatural part. But then the natural part is this relative being willing to reach out and actually do it. And that's why we've got to partner with God because um, he meets our needs and he wants to bless through us to, to help others um, so it's a partnership between us and God and he does the super super bit and we do that we do the natural uh, and that's our responsibility and our and our privilege I think to partner with the God of the universe in supernatural activity and bless others well the encouragement for listeners we take questions on this segment each week we call it ask Alex and you can respond to a Facebook post, which is an Ask Alex post there today. You might have a question. Uh, we'll keep those in the bank. And if you have a question, we can raise those next week. You can also directly ask Alex. You might want a response to a question right now. There is an Ask Alex at wealthwithpurpose.com email. You can also connect with Alex through wealthwithpurpose.com. That's his website. You can follow him on Facebook. You can follow him on Twitter. Lots of ways to be in connection with Alex Cook, the founder of Wealth With Purpose. Alex, love these segments each week. Thanks so much for joining us once again today on 2020. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au. 